Yeah, welcome to the What's On Toowoomba and Stanthorpe3U.News weekly podcast with Toowoomba advocate Daryl Nicholson, who owns and runs Toowoomba 4350 TV and Stanthorpe 4380 TV. My name is Andrew McCarthy-Wood. Thank you for your company. This community podcast is brought to you by Leading Engagement Solutions. If you have a group, organisation or business, engagement is so much more effective than just marketing. To find out how Leading Engagement Solutions can get you much better and more effective results, give Claire a call on 0401 439 612 or pop your inquiry into the contact form on the trueau.news website and we'll pass it on to her. Here we have Daryl on the line, and I believe things are going to be a little bit changed up today. Daryl, how are you going? Mate, happy and joyful, and um, mate, wasn't it amazing? Um, I'm going to start today and just talk about Stanthorpe just very quickly, but oh, before I do that, watching, um, I was just flicking through the channel, Sam Max having a birthday today uh, yeah. from Sunrise, and um, mate, we're looking at rain from Cairns down to Hobart today, right along the coast, so isn't that amazing? So. It's, it's funny how the weather just changes. It's just just brilliant, could so. not have come soon enough, uh, but really do need to make the point that all of the mm-hmm. conversations that you and I have been having over the extended period of time through mm. the drought getting worse and worse, uh, mate, this rain doesn't just simply fix it overnight. People still oh, need no. to be aware that those farmers, the regions, they're doing yep. it tough. They're going to continue to do it tough for quite some time, mm-hmm. regardless of how much rain comes about. Uh, mate, I know that uh, you and I had the conversation with the mayor of the Toowoomba Regional Council and yep. he's got some property. He was saying that they've diverse, divested of a lot of their cattle just because they haven't been able to keep them going. A lot of other that's farmers right. have been doing that and that's going to take time to fix. It is. It's going to take time. And, uh, you know, the de-stocking, the mayor was saying his family trusts their de-stocking and, um, you know, their breeders. And yeah, once the water gets back on track and the fields start getting greener again, they're going to have to restock again. So, but anyhow, mate, Friday I was out in Stanthorpe. Um, I went out Thursday night and we bottled wine and it bucketed down. <laughs> that rain. It bucketed down in Stanthorpe and we went down to Cafe. I saw a we video to- on one of your Facebook pages. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. It was just, it was just awesome. And, um, yeah, Paul and I were bottling wine. We went and had lunch at Cafe 77 and the feeling in the CBD of Stanthorpe was just delightful that the rain was coming down and, um, all areas were getting, you know, rain. It was all shared around. Like, there was none in the winery when we left for lunch, but it was raining in town, and then we went back out to the winery and it was raining again in the afternoon. And I'm talking really heavy. We're in a big shed. The noise was incredible. But, um, mate, there's still water restrictions. Let's just say that. I saw an article this morning that said Stanford's got enough water till January 2021. I don't believe it. I what? don't believe... Yeah, I, 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 right? I think some... Yeah, I, I didn't read the story in total, but... Look, they're still on water restrictions. The trucks are still going, and um, they're still trucking water in. But, look, even on the news, mate, through the week, I was watching ABC, Sunrise, and Channel 10, and all these guys, all these people are coming out saying, you've got to go to the regions and spend money. You've got to go and visit them and support the local businesses. We've been saying this since August, (laughs) September. Mate, you've been leading the way. That's what's going on there, and that message is uh, truer than ever before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, mate, it's, it's good. <laughs> Russell, Russell Wantling put a post up. He um, showed the catchment feeding into Storm King Dam, lots of water flowing in through there, so that's good. Um, 190 mils recorded out of Dalveen from one property owner there. Um, 90 to 100 mils in Stanford CBD. Mate, really good stuff. I left here on Thursday. I put a nine-litre bucket out on the veranda, and I got home on Saturday and... Um, 
said to Ross, how did it go Friday? He said, it poured here in Toowoomba. Mate, that nine-litre bucket was half full of water. So I, I don't know how much <laughs> fell in Toowoomba, but there you go. Mate, Monday, I was in um, Stanford last Monday, I was telling you, and um, uh, Martin Bunyard was coming out from Wind TV. I got four seconds on Wind TV. Just <laughs> I saw to, uh, that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> out of interest, uh, how long did you spend chatting in front of that camera to get that four seconds? Oh, mate, I reckon I was with Martin for about four minutes. <laughs> four and minutes down to four seconds, that sounds about right. <laughs> he, he got me to talk about a few different things and yeah. uh, how the people, and I said they were resilient, the people were resilient, and, um, you know, they need the support, they need people to spend money. And I guess the grab he got from me was that he called me the um, Granite Belt Water Relief Supporter, and I just was talking about uh, that 160 uh, thousand litres that they pump every Saturday, yeah. which I'm still sure, I haven't spoken to Russell, but I'm sure it might have been a little bit quieter on Saturday because all the rainwater tanks would have been overflowing in properties, but I'm sure people would have taken their pods still to, to just catch that water, to save that rainwater tank, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but mate, uh, great story from Martin Bunyard. I want to do a bit more with him. I'm going to keep in touch with him as well. Hey, the Stanfield show is coming up um, at the end of the month, so I'm heading out there for three days. I've uh, committed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm going to go and spend some time out at the show, so I'll get some uh, live stream there. And I think it's going to be good for the community to get together and, and celebrate. You yeah, know? brilliant. Um, wow, we've had some rain. We've had some rain. Absolutely. Polar, the winemaker, has officially announced she's running for council on the Southern Downs Regional Council. Did a press release, beautiful press release. Her father, back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, um, he was involved with... Um, the telecommunications industry there, and uh, there was corruption going on, and they had to leave um, Argentina and go to Spain because he busted all the corruption there. So she's from an honest background there, and uh, you can right. read her press release on um, 4380 TV, and also she was in the Warwick paper. Mate, the rates are going to be are not going to be increased in the southern region. I saw in page five of the Border Post, uh, Vic Cassini, he's a local in Stanthorpe, he's just asked, that the rates do not get increased there. Consider what's going on in Stanthorpe. And uh, despite, it looks like they're going to hold the rates, but they okay. are going to be struggling with their budgets because they haven't been able to sell the water that they've used to be able to sell yeah. because of water restrictions. So yeah. budgets are going to be tight in the Southern Downs Regional Council for the next year, so we'll see what happens. But at least the rates aren't going to go up. They're putting them on hold. Um must adapt or perish. There was a, an article in there about, um, you know, just adapting to where we are or, or you know, businesses could struggle. So there's a big move to just, you know, let's move forward and be resilient. So, mate, the Ballandine Tavern um, on Australia, Day, they're having a bash as well. So there's going to be a lot happening around. And, um, you know, get out on Australia Day and celebrate. There's a lot happening in Toowoomba as well. But Ballandine Tavern... Mark that off. They're going to have a big family fun day and jumping castle, a whole heap of things going on there as well. Fantastic. Made, <clears throat> made apple and grapes on this year, um, coming into late February, early March. Toowoomba's very own Andrew Cux is going to head out there and he's kicking off um, the apple and grapes uh, festival with a, a concert there. So I'm going to catch up with Andrew and get a bit of an interview with him as well. Mate, Masara Hare, M-A-N-S-A-R-A Hare, Owners Sarah Burton and stylist Gavin Canu, they're cutting hair this week for free for kids who are going back to school. So they're doing that on Tuesday, this Tuesday. So um, what a great initiative there. Maybe they stole some ideas from Gay, mate, yeah. at Josie Lane. <laughs> Whereabouts are they doing that? Uh, at their salon. So they're in right. the main street of uh, the Stanthorpe. So 
Um, yeah, so that's a Mansoor hair. Um, Sarah Burton and stylist Gavin um, Canu. Like Cafe 77, I mentioned, um, mate, we had lunch there, a beautiful seafood basket. Uh, it was just sensational, very nicely presented, and um, yeah, great little place there. Into Warwick, mate, the Weeping Mulberry. I um, went there a couple of weeks ago, and we went back there on Thursday. We were travelling back out there, uh, Friday, we were travelling to Stanfield. But I've got to tell you a funny story. I walked in there a couple of weeks ago, and this guy goes, you went to Mount Lofty State High School. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he was one year below me. Dwayne is his name. <laughs> um, really nice, really nice guy. Mate, he's created the Weeping Mulberry. Um, mate, great, great food, great coffee, and uh, he's opening a little function centre there. It's in the uh, industrial estate. It must have been a butter factory or something at one time there, a dairy factory. So um, see the going on there. There's a gym, and he's got um, the Weeping Mulberry. He's got plants and gardens, etc. He's gifts and homewares. And the coffee is just the dice ball and the so food. So the coffee and the food, great. yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? Oh, beautiful, mate. Wow. No, it's getting back to the stage. I might have to go back through Warwick just to grab a coffee, as you yeah. say. But, you know, cause, um, and support Dwayne. He's doing some great work there as well. Mate, Andrew Gale, he uh, is running for, Tum- uh, for the Southern Downs Regional Council. He's an ex-policeman. He writes in the Warwick um, paper as well. He's put his hand up. He's putting some interesting posts on Facebook as well. Vic Panisi, he's a counsellor. He was the one that asked for the rates to be frozen in uh, the Southern Downs uh, region. Word is he's thinking about running for mayor. I can't confirm that, but that's what the word I'm hearing. So we'll find out about that. And, of course, Tracy Dovey is running for mayor. Mate, there is a very – and we're getting ready. There's, I guess people are celebrating there's rain and the parents will be going – Thank God it's the last week of school holidays. <laughs> yeah. Get these rats back to school. Yeah, Just they'll all be it. staying indoors, you think? Yeah, that's right. There's a long weekend coming up. I'm telling you, there is a very heavy police presence in Warwick and Stansall. Um, we went through two RBTs on uh, Friday going out there and coming back Saturday. So seriously, the Warwick police region, that. Please be safe on the roads. We know at this time, you know, with long weekends. Yeah, and look, that message is important. My understanding is that Warwick is a bit of a training ground for young constables to go out, probationary constables, and uh, get their IBT skills up. Uh, Also, apparently they do some fairly tricky stuff with uh, making sure that there's compliance around mobile phones and driving and those sort of things. So, yeah, heads up. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah, behave so, wherever you are when you're driving for safety and everybody else's livelihood. But that's uh, right. Yeah. And in the western, in the Western Downs region too, they train uh, the, the officers from Brisbane, Toowoomba, and all those regions. So, Dole Beach and Chilla, be careful. Mate, sad, <laughs> sad news. I'm going to move to four three five zero. Okay. The deputy mayor, the deputy mayor Carol Taylor. Oh, I saw this. She lost her husband, Roger. Yeah. Mate, I only saw him two days beforehand. Um, he comes to the sports club every Friday with a good friend of his. Yeah. And uh, Dell will be heartbroken. I know Carol's going to be heartbroken, but Roger, unfortunately, it seems like he's been bitten by a snake on the finger and he didn't realise it. And a brown snake, and they airlift, he, he drove and went to a function and passed out. They flew him to Brisbane, but unfortunately, Saturday morning, <coughs> excuse me, Roger did pass away. So uh, we're thinking his funerals this week, but our thoughts and prayers are with Carol Taylor and her family and yeah. the whole of the Toowoomba community, mate, a gentleman. I spoke to Greg Johnson yesterday, who writes for the Chronicle. Greg's a, a true, true gentleman, so he will be missed. And um, yeah, our thoughts are with Carol. Um, mate, front page of Saturday's paper, and um, I was at home. <laughs> I was out, sorry, I was out at Stanfield. I woke up at 
six in the morning. I'm scrolling through and it's got 16 candidates who are running for council. And um, I'll just run through very quickly who's running because yeah. I nearly fell off my chair. <laughs> so we've got Paul Antonio is going to run for mayor. Lindy Isling, she's put her hand up for mayor as well. She contested last time, didn't get a lot of votes. Okay. I think the same thing's going to happen again. Um, Lindy looks lovely lady. I know Lindy, but I just don't think she's got the impact to um, put a, you know, go against Paul. Jeff McDonald's put his hand up. Um, Kerry Shine. Hang on, so Jeff McDonald's former... has put his hand up to be councillor again or <laughs> to run for mayor? No, councillor, mate. Yes, councillor. right, yes. Yeah, so, and he runs the Toowoomba Safe Regional Partnership. Yes. So he did announce that in a meeting confidentially. I was in that meeting, but he has gone to press now. So, But he'll be running for council. Kerry Shine, the former Attorney General from the Labor Party, um, he's running for mayor. He will definitely. Yeah, right. uh, he's running for. He's running for council. Sorry, he's not running for mayor. Okay. So he will. De- I think he will definitely get a seat on uh, as a councillor. Um, Melissa Taylor from Taylor's Removalist, a young businesswoman. I've known Melissa since she was a young young girl. We were teenagers. Um, she's put her hand up. Councillor Megan O'Hara Sullivan. She's put her hand up as well. Uh, she wants to recontest. This is very interesting, mate. Kerry Shine and the Megan are both Labor people, so it's going to be interesting to see the push there from uh, the Labor Party side. What's going to happen? Not that there's supposed to be any politics involved yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in council, but um, yeah, they're definitely there. Joy Mingay from um, the Kumba Chamber of Commerce. She's put her hand up. Um, Joy's very well respected. Classic. Uh, she's got a recruitment business in Toowoomba, Very well respected. Tim McMahon, I interviewed him, nice young fellow. Yep. Comes across really, really you know, smart and intelligent. Councillor Mike Williams, that's Aaron Williams' son. He's um, recontesting again. He's put his hand up. Councillor Nancy Summerfield put her hand up. She wants to recontest and have a seat. And then some newcomers, uh, Warren Mitchley, Dr. Warren Mitchley, he's been on my show. Uh, he's put his hand up. Tim Entwitzel, he's been on the show as well. I've talked to him. We interviewed Lizzie Adams from Gumbari Health um, on a podcast. Yeah. So Lizzie's put a hand up. Mike Flanagan used to work for council. He's put his hand up. He writes a lot of letters and the editor. And they wrote, Daryl Nicholson is running. <laughs> oh, <So>. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have notified the AEC I'm not running. I'm not running for council. <laughs> and I have to get a press release out this week. So Greg Johnson's helping me write that press release and get that in there. But... Um, I just want to wait and just, you know, let's get Roger's funeral, you know, done before we talk politics again. Yeah. Or talk council, but I'm not running for council, and I've notified the Electoral Commission about that. And a former journalist for the Chronicle, uh, she's going to run for council as well. Her name's Rebecca Bonhoff, mate, um, very intelligent, very knowledgeable girl, so uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. And there's a food, uh, not a food, and he's a <coughs> Lebanese gentleman. He's going to be running as well. His name is, I'll see if I can pronounce it, Akajura Adkihia, I think it is. Okay. E-A-K-R-A-J-A-D-H-I-K-A-R-I. So he's um, running for the um, uh, Lebanese, uh, The um, sorry, the uh, what community is he with? He's Nepalese. So he's running for the Nepalese community. So very interesting. Mate, a, a woman in Brisbane who owns a bar, a lady in Brisbane who owns a bar is um, getting her wine from Stanford. So... Uh, she is the owner of the Wynnum Cedar and Pine Bar, and she's just put a call out. She's going to get wine from that region and sell it in a bar. I just want oh, to throw that one there. That story, and this, this is the way people can help those regions, you know. So, <laughs> great story there in um, the Granite Bell paper as well. Mate, um, 
Nine Network and the journalists at Channel Nine are appealing the Wagner's decision. They've taken it back to court. Okay. Um, good luck. Good luck there. See how you go. Um, but yeah, I guess they've got the right to do that. So, mate, absolute batteries. They won their case over Mitsubishi Japan over the words absolute and battery. Wow. So um, they won that case. Mitsubishi have withdrawn their um, contestants con- uh, contesting that those trademark names. So. So as, as such, it, are you saying that it didn't go through the court process, so Mitsubishi decided to withdraw? Is that essentially what's happened? Well, the owners of Absolute Batteries really think they're solicitors. They obviously yeah. put some sort of good case up and, yeah. and Mitsubishi Japan has backed off so, okay. um, and they've withdrawn their case. But we know um, that Phillips Street property just around the corner from me, Mayor Groom lives in that house. It settles on Monday and he's going to be starting work on that property on Tuesday cleaning the gardens up, so there's going to be a bit of activity there on that place. So I've got his name and number. I might um, catch up with him over the next couple of weeks yeah. as well. The home of John French, Victoria Cross, is for sale in Crow's Nest at 19 Esk Street, Esk, ESK. Um, Tracy Wegner, she used to own a landscaping business out at Kabbalah. She's got that house for sale. She's selling it privately. And there's a little plaque out the front that um, the region must have put out there to signify it was the home of John French. He grew up in there. And, of course, there's a, um, a bridge on the Chunga Bypass named after him as well. So you can contact Tracy about the sale of that property on 0447 322 And, mate, um, hardcore Australian champion from the 50s, Marjorie Dighton, her property's up for sale at 23 Seaton Street. Mate, it's got a house, big block of land and tennis court. So... Um, Jeff Martin from Rain and Horn's got that up for sale. Uh, it's going to auction as well. So mate, I didn't realise there's all these famous people you know, yeah. that we've got. So there's a few of these properties that the mayor's place has really um, twigged it all off, you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so some um, properties there for sale. A bit of interesting um, statistics there. My birthday, Jim Cassidy, famous jockey. He's having a birthday. So he's down in Brisbane, I think, is his home. Loza Cooper from, uh, he's a real estate agent, he's having a birthday. Shauna Travis, uh, the beautiful Nikki Kaisel is having a birthday. Belinda Sanders from ABC Radio, Southern Down, uh, Southern Region, she's having a birthday. Lorena Lepke from Lipke Tyres, she's having a birthday. And Tamika Byant is having a birthday as well. Mate, what's happening in Fulmer tonight? There's um, trivia at the sports club. On Thursday out at Mill Merrin, there's um, a pool party, and it's for um, the Toowoomba Regional Council Youth Connect. So they're just getting together, doing pool activities and getting the, the young young people of the community together. I think it's a great initiative that the Tumba Regional Council have done, mate. To, you know, because there's not a lot of lot to do in some of those areas sometimes, is there? You know, they're a bit isolated. But um, that's a great activity out there. Absolutely. Mate, there's, there's children's yoga this Friday at Good Life Gyms at Grand Central. So it's for the young kids to get them involved there. And speaking of yoga, we're going to be talking to Greg Corley very soon and do a podcast with him with that men's yoga so keep an eye out for that podcast as well Saturday at the Toowoomba Farmers Markets again buy local, think local, support local produce um, growers and producers mate, Saturday uh, Sunday, Sunday, Australia Day there must be heaps of activities happening in the Moreton Bay region I know there's truckloads happening in Stanford, Warwick and um, Toowoomba but just check all your Facebook pages and council web pages but couple of things happening. George Banks are having a barbecue and golden cocktails. Um, PCYC markets are on. St. Pat's thing goes on. And there's just um, uh, ceremonies to uh, 
celebrate people becoming new Australians, um, flag raising. There's a whole lot of activities going on. I'm sure there'll be a lot of backyard barbecues and cricket, mate, <laughs> like yes. around the region. That's the time of the year for that, in that rain. That'll be absolutely fantastic. Oh, Best way to do be it. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> mate, Art Barge is coming to um, Toowoomba and uh, Judith Lucy and there's a whole range of uh, Carl Barron. There's, mate, the Empire Theatre's putting on quite a lot of shows, mate. That's sort of my wrap for the week. So starting from 4380 to 4370 and 4350. So what can I say? It has What's been the Bay Ridge? very, very busy. There's lots happening in the Morton Bay region, <laughs> but uh, out through those regional areas, so important to get out there. Daryl and I have been Please. talking about that for quite some time. Look, thank you very much, Daryl Nicholson, for your time. If you are in the Toowoomba or Stanthorpe regions, let's include those regions in between, Warwick, uh, Allara, all of those sort of places, beautiful places, and you have a community event coming up, let Daryl know by going to the trueau.news website and putting your details into the contact form. We'll pass that information on to Daryl, the Toowoomba Advocate. What's your tagline, Daryl? Mate, 4380. 4370, 4350, more than just postcodes. They're all about community.